Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Cormac-Kentreve here with a breakdown of the action on Wednesday, October 18th, where we saw a lot of selling in small caps, in the NASDAQ, and elsewhere. It was seemed pretty broad-based, Ken. Pretty broad-based. Uh, that's a tongue twister. You're absolutely right, uh, Ali. Uh, we did uh, anyway, the 10-year Treasury yield uh, up again. Uh, oil prices headed towards uh, $90 a barrel, so lots of uh, uncertainty for the market to navigate here. Uh, found three stocks uh, to talk about. Uh, let's talk uh, Cadence Design Systems, CDNS. That is uh, an IBD long-term leader that is uh, showing relative strength in this market. Also, Axon Enterprise, A-X-O-N, uh, in a buy zone. And finally, in the enterprise software group, Braze, B-R-Z-E. All right, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down 1.6%, the S&P 500 down 1.3%, the Dow taking a 1% hit today, and the Russell 2000 down a whopping 2.1%. So taking a look at the NASDAQ here, Ken, it seemed like early on in the session, it was holding up pretty well, but uh, a lot of bleeding as the day wore on. And it seemed like uh, that coincided with a 10-year year, ten yield that just kept marching higher uh, for the most part throughout the day, hitting more historic highs. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty amazing as money uh, flows out of the the bond market here, and you know we've just been talking about this higher interest rate environment. Uh, typically, you know, not a good recipe for a for a bull market. Uh, you know market uh, tends not to like uh, rising interest rates. So here we are at again at a, at a bond market that is uh, that is uh, quite oversold, but you know it's been oversold uh, for a while. Lots of reasons why rates uh, are, are going up. Uh, one reason, uh, some are saying the bond market is doing the Fed's work uh, for it. Um, you know, people wondering if the Fed is going to raise rates again. Well, interest rates have just been, uh, 10-year yield has been on a, on a, on a tear. So uh, Maybe it's likely that the Fed won't raise rates again uh, this year. That is still still you know in question. But uh, yeah, these ri rising bond yields are a big uh, big problem. Uh, breath was very very bad again today, and uh, you know the Nasdaq uh, fell below uh, Friday's uh, Friday's low. Uh, not a not a major technical breach, but it does raise the likelihood of a, of a test of this uh, thirteen thousand level. So um, we'll have to see. Yes. We will. And continued resistance at this downward sloping trend line and the 50-day line. So we're keeping tabs on the overall market picture here. Also, we can take a look at the S&P levels came right up to its 50-day line in Tuesday's session, backing away also undercutting that low from late last week. The Dow held up a little bit better, but still a 1% decline. Now back below its 200-day line, Ken, and small caps hit especially hard today after a day of outperformance yesterday, a day of underperformance today. So a lot of volatility in small caps and the Russell here still close to the lower end of its trading range that goes back quite a ways. Yeah, particularly bad day for financial stocks today. You had a Morgan Stanley sell-off. So when you see financial weakness, that tends to weigh excuse me, tends to weigh on the uh, on the Russell 2000. I want to just go back to the S&P, uh, you know, 500, uh, you know, for, for a second here. And um, yeah, I mentioned that this this uh, undercut uh, Friday's uh, Friday's low. So now, you know, is this is the index going to test this 200-day uh, uh, moving average. Uh, 
what's interesting is that you really did have a good shakeout in the S&P 500 when it came down initially to that 4200 level. So, you know, you it undercut it undercut the the, the prior low. Uh, and we'll we'll see. I mean, like I the Nasdaq uh, could be poised for a test of 13,000, uh, maybe a test of the 200-day line now for the S&P 500. Uh, but it was a, you know, looks like another distribution day for the Nasdaq. We had higher volume, meaningful percentage uh, decline. So some institutional uh, selling, at least on the on the Nasdaq uh, today. Volume on the NYSE looks to be a, a close call. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that a lot of eyes are focused on Tesla and its earnings report out after the close. So we will be giving you our quick take on that towards the end of the show. You mentioned oil up today. So here's a look at XLE now up five days in a row here can really snapping back after a recent tumble that it saw to kick off the month of October. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to chase uh, performance here. I, I don't know that uh, I, that XLE is is in a buy zone here. It's obviously up for, you know, many days in a row. <clears throat> Not that two weeks ago it was uh, at 85, and now it's uh, all the way up close to to 92. So I'd be I'd be wary of uh, of chasing. Uh, price performance uh, like this, but uh, oil prices are definitely getting a bit. I will say with that S&P 500, the 1.3% decline today, you know, you had a lot of uh, a lot of oil and gas stocks outperforming with uh, oil up 1.9% uh, today. <clears throat> a lot of oil and gas stocks in the S&P 500, but it just shows you how weak the, uh, the overall mm-hmm. breadth was on the NYSE because, uh, again, you have a lot of oil and gas stocks uh, that outperformed in the S&P 500 today, but uh, index still fell 1.3%. So there were a lot of decliners. Yeah, some good context there. Let's also take a look at IGV. This tracks the software sector down one and a half percent today, but still looks pretty orderly right now, holding in a trading range, holding above its 50 day. So weathering the current storm, perhaps a little bit better than some other groups out there. So keeping tabs on this sector for potential setups. Yeah, you know, Joe uh, Joe Fami, a popular guest on IBD Live, he was on uh, yesterday and uh, saying that this is an ETF that he's still uh, watching. The fact that it's still holding above its 50-day moving average here is uh, impressive. Uh, one of the stocks that we're going to look at, uh, Cadence Design, is uh, is in the top 10 holdings of, uh, of this ETF. But it is interesting to see names like Adobe, Palo Alto Networks, uh, Intuit. You know, a lot of these stocks are still holding up quite well in this market, and they're all in the top 10 holdings of, uh, of IGV. So uh, if this breaks, uh, that probably is not going to be a good sign for the market because it just the top 10 holdings are kind of a who's who of mega cap um, you know, software <laughs> stocks. I mentioned Adobe, Intuit, Palo Alto, Synopsys, uh, Cadence Design. So still fighting a good fight here, but uh, we'll watch to see if support holds here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's also take a look at CDNS in the software sector. A somewhat similar action here on 10.6. That was the follow through day on the NASDAQ. The stock had a nice gain of 3.9% in volume that day. And so holding up really well, I would say, after that big move, especially in the context of what we've seen with a lot of stocks lately. This one's holding up. Yeah, and this is uh, what you want to pay attention to as you you, you know we wait wait for the market to, to bottom. We don't know when that's going to happen, but you just always want to you know pay attention to stocks that are showing relative strength. To me, this looks like a very orderly pullback uh, to a prior uh, buy area. So two forty seven uh, fifty 
is the, the pivot that we're looking at here. And you can see it closed about a point uh, below. It's been a very orderly uh, decline, still holding above the 21-day the line here. And I don't think you have the 10-day the moving average on this chart, but it's just uh, just as close, slightly below that. So uh, really you know, looking good uh, in this market. And again, it's a top 10 holding of uh, IGV and uh, looks like a very orderly pullback and, uh, you know, stock that's that's doing doing well in this market. Well, there you go, Ken. I added the 10-day line there in pink there it is. just for you. Thank you. Okay, man. next on must the list. Be important. Yeah, let's take a look at AXON. Got a jolt of buying on 10, 6, 7, 8, or, well, I guess not eight because that was a weekend. But anyway, starting on 10.6 and the following couple of days, and it's holding in a breakout area. But Ken, is this one looking a little extended? Well, you know, I mean, it's in this blue shaded area. So that tells you it's still in the 5% buy zone from the 217.61 uh, pivot. Uh, so technically, you know, it's about two points uh, above uh, the buy point. Uh, so I'm going to say it's not quite gone yet. Uh, this is a, a stock that still uh, looks good to me. Obviously, the company used to be known as Taser. The, these, uh, you know, the stun guns. Uh, now they have Axon body cameras and uh, really have uh, adapted and uh, announcing a lot of new products here. So uh, Axon, you can see the revenue growth uh, continues to be very strong uh, in recent quarters. And uh, to me, still looks like it's in, it's in range here. But, you know, what we're seeing during this uh, market pullback, it, it, it tends to go after a lot of stocks. So you don't want to get lulled into the, you know, a false sense of security of buying a stock when you're kind of, uh, in an uptrend that's under some pressure because this market uh, eventually goes after uh, everything. So going to watch this when the market turns. I think this has a chance to, to still be a leader. Uh, but again, just another stock just like CDNS that's uh, you know showing relative strength here. Yeah, definitely. And some really nice growth that it's been posting as of late, especially the last couple of quarters. Now let's take a look at a younger name or maybe a less familiar one to the audience out there. And that is Braze, B-R-Z-E in the Enterprise Software Group, setting up in a flat base here. Ken, strong top line growth, not profitable yet, but that sales growth does look pretty decent. Yeah, I think, you know, customer engagement uh, is something uh, that a lot of companies are, are focusing on uh, these days. And this is right in uh, Braze's uh, sweet spot. This is their, their specialty. So uh, customer engagement uh, software, uh, you know, really an enterprise software stock that is uh, holding its 50-day uh, its moving average. And uh, I know you had the weekly chart up there first, but this is uh, really a, a good example of what, uh, you know, a flat base uh, should look like as it holds uh, support at the 10-week moving average. So this uh, stock also, it's just on the on the verge of uh, profitability, not profitable yet, uh, showing pretty decent increases in fund ownership in recent quarters. Um, so when you're a young company and, uh, you know, you want to you see that, that rising fund ownership, uh, again, not profitable yet, but it does have that big revenue growth and, and good fund sponsorship. So I think it's uh, a name that, uh, you know, continues uh, to look good amid a fair amount of selling in the enterprise. Software group, but there are you know are a few stocks left standing here. Great. 
All right. Well, we'll keep it on the watch list, Ken. Thank you so much for that. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live and we hope everyone joins us. We've got the breakdown on Tesla, which speaking of, I almost pivoted away too quickly. I know. Uh, yeah, the stock after hours up fractionally. I think it's uh, as IBD news editor Ed Carson said, it's all going to come down to the call uh, because I'm seeing... Uh, the early headlines coming out that they missed earnings estimates. So we'll have to see what they say on the call and how that could impact the stock. And Ken, um, I know you know this, but your thoughts on what we see after hours and how that may or may not translate to the following session. Well, I think there's a good bet that Tesla is going to trade pretty heavy volume in after hours trading. So to see the stock at 243.50, uh, 243.75, uh, you're probably going to get a pretty tight bid and ask uh, in after hours uh, trading. So for people that you know are interested in buying the stock or, or selling the stock, there's probably going to be enough liquidity here in after hours uh, trading. But uh, you want to be careful of stocks that trade really, really thin volume, either in pre-market or aftermarket uh, trading. I, I wouldn't put Tesla in that. Uh, in that boat tends to be pretty pretty liquid during the day and uh, and in after hours uh, when reporting earnings. So I'm not uh, don't do much buying in, in pre market or or after market uh, myself. But uh, if you're going to do it, make sure the uh, the bid and the ask is is fairly tight and uh, there's plenty of liquidity. Right, and I mean a lot of times you do see whatever the initial reaction is mm -hmm. that ultimately is what pans out the following day. But there are some times where you'll see a stock down big after hours and then the next regular session they shake that off and recover maybe an analyst comes out and upgrades the stock or investors continue to digest certain line items on the report uh but as always we will take things day by day and uh, continue to monitor the reaction of tesla earnings and our team at investors.com is going to have a more detailed breakdown for you of the results and the stock action. And tomorrow morning on IBD Live, we will be doing the same, giving you our updated view on the stock and the broad market action. So make sure you check it out, investors.com slash IBD Live for all that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.